What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. It's Monday night, and we are breaking down the Bulls' win over the Orlando Magic. 102-98 was the final. Not a pretty night for the Bulls, but they got enough from Zach and DeMar. Strong game for Kobe White off the bench. Troy Brown Jr. with some good minutes. That's all ahead on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. Joining me, as always, my good friend, Big Dave Watson. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. And you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Also hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. We're coming to you live on YouTube tonight, Monday night, following the Bulls win over the Magic. Big Dave, it wasn't pretty. It really, really wasn't pretty. But hey, sometimes you got to win the ugly ones, and that's what the Bulls did tonight. Uh, after a sluggish start, they were 0 of 8 from behind the three-point line out of the gate tonight, but they managed to claw their way back. Donovan credited their defense primarily after the game and yeah. said that that is the focal point. He wants to get the Bulls back to being an elite defensive team. And between that and, and 56 from DeMar and Zach, it's just one of those nights where you, you have found enough to beat a bad team. Yeah, and that's that's a great way to put it, Matt. And you before the game thought this would be a trap game for sure. Uh, intelligently, you thought this would be a trap game for sure because they had all the makings of I'm it. I'm always thinking you know? about those trap games, Dave. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Yo, you called it out for the Rockets. Like, when they <laughs> lost that game to the Rockets, you were like, feels like a trap game. Feels like a trap game, man. Um, but, yeah, it had all the makings of it. Uh, coming off those two, you know, big back-to-back wins with those two huge buckets from DeMar DeRozan, you kind of felt like, you know, a letdown was coming. And what's wild is this is the second game in a row that we kind of said this, right? Like we thought a letdown was coming after something great that's happening to the Bulls. We're like, all right, mm-hmm. let's come on back to earth, you know, stuff like that. It's like we're relearning how to be a good team, you know what I'm saying, by going through this with them. You know, we're relearning how to be good fans and stuff like that because we're so used to being kicked in the crotch multiple, multiple times, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, over the last few years. So, yeah, but it had all the main, they came out cold. Uh, definitely came out cold. Ooh, I believe cold. they missed their what, what first eight threes they missed, if I'm not mistaken. They they were yep. just, yeah, cold, man. And then they caught a little wind and everything. And then the fourth quarter, you know, they tried to give it away, uh, but couldn't because they're a good basketball team. <laughs> so it's just good. <laughs> you know what, what I liked about this the most, Matt, is watching this game, I remember how it felt to be on the other side of this. I remember yeah. that feeling of being a mat, like I was with the magic, like, oh man, if just this happens and this bounces our way, we got it. You know, oh, we're right there. We can get it. Oh, we can't. Oh, you know, like, hey, why can't we win these games? Okay, good, good moral victory, guys. You know what I'm saying? Good job. You guys played great tonight. Man, I'm so glad. But really, you're dying on the inside. You're like, oh my <laughs> God, I can't believe we lost another. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. Like, <laughs> it was just death on the inside. So it was just really good to be on this side of it and watching them win their eighth game in a row. It hasn't happened in a decade. So, yeah, this is this is brand new. We're relearning how to basically walk again. 
And look, neither Zach or DeMar had a super efficient night offensively. And really, they have been two of the most efficient, you know, primary scorers across the entire NBA thus far this season. DeMar was 11 of 24, even more shockingly, 7 of 13 from the free throw line, including a couple of misses late. You know, love love DeMar. I saw Chuck Swirsky had a tweet after this win, you know, Jamar not satisfied. He was at the free throw stripe getting getting shots up, getting free throw attempts mm-hmm. up after the win tonight. Uh, but Zach Levine, 8 of 19. But here's the thing. They both knocked down some key free throws, even though Jamar had a couple misses late in this game. They both knocked down big shots late in this game. Jamar with his killer mid-range. Zach Levine had that filthy step-back three that pushed the Bulls' yes. lead up to 8 with around 2 minutes left to go. And it seems like they are starting to become one of those teams that says, okay, we don't have our best tonight, but between getting the stops we need on the defensive end and putting the ball in the hands of one of our two guys who we trust to get those buckets when we need them, it's enough. And guess what? It's been enough at like, you know, DeMar had a couple of miracles to keep this Bulls winning streak going, but you know, that, that Orlando team is feisty. They were coming in second night of a back-to-back, played into overtime against Boston last night, you know, crushing loss for them. Orlando could have walked into Chicago today and just, you know, folded over and died, but they didn't. They punched the Bulls in the mouth out of the gate, and the Bulls Mm -hmm. figured out a way to win a game where they said, we don't have it tonight, but we got more than them. That's exactly right. It's it's a winning team thing. Like, I think back to the 90s Bulls because I've watched them so much. And I remember those games where Mike didn't really have it that night. You know, when I say Mike didn't have it, I mean, he didn't score 40. And when Scotty, you know, didn't really have it. and But they were doing enough to keep them in the game. But somebody else was going to have to be the one, you know what I'm saying, to provide what they needed, what they were lacking. And that's what winning teams do. You know, the stars, you know, just do just enough. And then a role player comes in and has a really good game for them and kind of is the star, you know what I'm saying, of that and and carries them. Or their third piece, you know what I'm saying, comes in and, and carries the game for them. But mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing here with this team. You know, like when one is down, the other one is up. Like I, I quoted the Jay-Z lyric months back, you know what I'm saying, no one will fall because everyone will be each other's crushes. Like it's, it's like that in action <laughs> right here. You're just watching it every single time. If this guy ain't got it, we're going to this guy. Oh, he ain't got it either, we're going to this guy. Oh, he ain't got it either, we got another one too. And we got two more in the reserves just in case. Like, and that's a beautiful thing. They, I heard Stacey King say, like, they have three great tough shot makers on this team. And I didn't think of it like that until he said it. But that's that's damn spot on. That is absolutely correct. And the fact that you can have that on your team, that's not something a lot of teams can say. And the teams that can say that are winning. Right. Uh, shout out to everybody watching live with us on YouTube right now. B team said grinding out these W's. Uh, Mr. MDJ said, I love this team. I'd like to see them blow out some of these bums, though. And look, yes. Would, <laughs> would you have preferred it for the Bulls to say, OK, sure. Orlando's coming in off a of back to back. We had a day's rest. We got this team. Orlando had what? Seven wins coming into tonight. You, you, you yeah. say, OK, we can you know win this one by 20. You don't always, you know, it doesn't always work that way. The Bulls just had an awful, awful start to this game. You know, it was their second lowest scoring output in a first quarter all season long. But Mm. to find a way to win in spite of that is fine. The Bulls will have more games this season where they blow out bad teams. They have already proven to us that they can't blow out teams this season. They have blowout wins this season. 
Sometimes the blowout's not going to happen. You thought maybe for a while there when they were kind of creeping with eight, nine-point leads in the second half, you're like, okay, we're going to put them away. We're going to put them away. Credit to Orlando. Orlando did not give up. That's not a very good team. That's clearly a team that's in a transitional period right now. Call it tanking if you want. But they got young guys, and they got fighters. Terrence Ross came in off the bench and was like, we're not losing by 20, damn it. We might lose, but we're not losing by 20. Um, Big Dave, I also wanted to talk about Lonzo Ball's return um, because it was his first game back from protocols. We can do that uh, coming up next in just a minute. But first, tell the good people here how they can save some money with a little thing called Truebill. Oh, who don't want to save some money? Listen, in the year of 2022, the same thing is going on like in the year of 2021. You want to save money. No year will go by when you don't want to save money. And you know how it happens. You want to save money. So you sign up for these free trials because you know it's going to be, you know, 14 days. And then you forget about it. And then they take your money because that's how those greedy corporations work. Well, guess what? Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On an average, y'all, people are saving up to 720 bucks a year. All right? So because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts to Truebill, and they will cancel all your unwanted subscriptions with just one tap. So don't fall for those subscription scams, y'all. Don't do it. Stand up and start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Locked on NBA. That's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Moving along here, Monday night, breaking down the Bulls win over Orlando. Uh, hanging out with some of y'all on YouTube live. Uh, hey, y'all. JR said, I'm actually happy with this win. They beat a bad team that plays hard, even though the Bulls played one of their worst games. Great teams pulled these games off. Exactly what we were saying, Big Dave. Um mm-hmm. Byron Sullivan in the YouTube comments saying Lonzo was rusty. And look, if you're talking about Lonzo's shot making, yes, he was rusty. One of eight on the night hit just one of his seven three-point attempts. But, mm-hmm. you know, that that is to me, it, it, it's not, a, you know, a non-important factor of Lonzo's game. Obviously, this Bulls offense is more potent when Lonzo has those nights where he can knock down four or five or even seven threes. You love that. But the thing that I think the Bulls were missing more so because the Bulls were putting up points. Billy Donovan talked it after the game in his absence while he was in protocols in Lonzo Ball's absence. The Bulls were outscoring people 130 to 113, 131 to 110, whatever it was. But their defense was slipping. And Donovan talked about that repeatedly after the game tonight. Lonzo Ball's defense, man. He's in, and, and like it's a combination. It's it's Lonzo Ball's defense and it's Lonzo Ball's court vision. And he showed you both of those things in the first three minutes of this game with that full court outlet pass to Zach Levine. And then there was that one play where he came out of nowhere to try to dive, saving a ball that was flying out of bounds that had been touched most recently by one of his teammates. And he saved the ball, but it went right. to an Orlando player. And then in Orlando's fast break transition, all of a sudden on the complete <laughs> opposite corner of the other 90 whatever feet of the basketball court there's lonzo contesting at a corner three and i'm like what i how he's like like you know lightning speed lonzo's tenacity all over the floor and that court vision he did have seven dimes tonight it's great to see him back i'm not worried about the rusty shooting 
No, I'm not at all. And also with that, you just mentioned three steals with that as well. So, no, Lonzo Ball always fills up a stat sheet, even when he's not scoring at his best, even when he's not rebounding at his best, even when he doesn't have a lot of assists, even when he doesn't have a lot of steals. What He still is going to fill up a stat sheet, and that's what's so impressive. I thought he played tonight like you would expect most guys who were coming in off protocols to play. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of those guys who came in just came in like new people. You know what I'm saying? It was just came out balling and looking great. He came out and you were like, okay, yeah, he's rusty. All right, makes sense. You know, because you can't get, you can't uh, simulate game time stuff without actually being in the game. I don't care what you're putting in, you know? So, and and what I like, Matt, is still though, the mentality with him is it's on to the next shot. It doesn't matter to him about the shot that he missed. As soon as he shot it, it's, it's gone. It's forgotten out of his brain. He's still trying to shoot the next one and hit the big ones and the key ones. So what he liked, what he kept shooting, but at the same time, he kind of realized his shot wasn't working. So guess what? Let me contribute in other ways because he is skilled. Mm-hmm. And that's the key of all that, guys. He is really, truly skilled on both ends. That's not working. Let me hit the boards. Let me hit these assists. Let me help in on double teams more. Let me use my legs and my speed to get up and down the floor. It's not talk about how fast he is, but that dude is really fast. Like He covers a lot of ground, and he uses his strides really well. He understands that he's 6'6", and he uses that really well when he's running because he strides really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, also, and yes, and the steals that we mentioned, you know, things like that, the help on the, the help defense he's been doing all season long. Like, all that stuff is on full display. You mentioned that pass to Zach Levine, man, when he got that ball and he threw that down court to Zach Levine for that easy layup. You know, that other pass that he had. Missed those, uh, didn't you, while Alonzo was out. You're like, you know, you oh know you're getting God, at, least, at least two of those a game where you're like, oh, my God. At least. <laughs> Dude, and here's this, and, and here's the second one that one, that one in the third quarter where he saw Devon DeRozan cut baseline yep. and hit him for the top of the key. Just threw hit him with that. You you're right. You get at least two or three of those a night from Lonzo Ball, man. So I just appreciate the fact that no matter what, he is going to contribute positively to this team, and that IQ will always be on full display. And, and another thing that Billy Donovan said after the game when he was talking about defense and defense and defense, and he was asked about Lonzo's absence and coming back and, and, and still missing Alex Caruso and hoping to get Caruso back soon and just how key those guys are to the Bulls setting the right tone defensively because the defense had slipped recently in their absence. And, and Donovan saying it's not so much exactly about those two individuals, but it's just about what we had been doing or not doing as a team in this recent stretch of games right. that, yes, were wins because we were scoring, but we weren't doing the little things right. And transition defense, I mentioned that ridiculous transition defense sequence from Lonzo. He also mentioned rebounding. The Bulls have been getting worked on the boards a little bit recently. And what have we talked about? This being a fairly undersized team, they got a lot of length and they got a lot of versatile, switchable guys. They don't have a lot of size. That means you need to gang rebound. And I don't care if you are a guard or a center, you need to rebound. Guards especially. What did Lonzo do in addition to his seven dimes tonight? Seven boards. Lonzo is such an underappreciated rebounder for a guy who plays his position. So, Billy, it's funny because to me, it was like Billy Donovan was like, well, it's not exactly about Lonzo as an individual, but these are the things that we were missing and that these are the things that we were slipping on. And then Lonzo comes back into the game and noticeably does all of those things that the Bulls need him to do. But, you know, maybe that's just Billy Donovan trying to say, we are a team. It's not about individuals. We as a team need to do this better. And Lonzo chipped in with those things uh, in this game tonight. Another guy, if you want to talk about people who didn't have a great shooting night, 
is Vooch. Now, look, you and I have been mm-hmm. getting our jollies off telling the, the Vooch haters to get out of town <laughs> recently because he's put together a really strong string of games and his shot has been falling. His shot didn't fall tonight. He was 5 of 13 after a couple of good looks that missed in the first quarter. He looked a little bit more hesitant throughout the back end of this game. Mm-hmm. I thought when he had open looks in the mid-range that he might usually take, I'm fine with that. If mm-hmm. Vooch feels like tonight's not my night to shoot, whatever. Make your impact elsewhere, just like you were saying with Lonzo. Uh, Cinema Air in the YouTube yeah. comments saying, Vucci may need some credit for his help defense. Darius Wiggins saying, Vooch has been dominant on defense lately. I can't even lie. Yeah. A couple of plays from Vooch stood out to me tonight, Big Dave, and they were both late in the okay. game. That block, when he came over to help after, I can't remember who it was who had their man beat him off the dribble, but there came Vooch over from the other side of the paint and swatted that shot away, and it was originally whistled a foul, and Vooch said, no, Billy, look at that. Hit that challenge button. Billy challenges it. They win the challenge. You look back at the replay, it was a clean swat block for Vooch. And he didn't win the ensuing jump ball, but the Bulls did get the stop after Orlando won that tip. That's a big play late in the game, a tight game. And then also, Mm -hmm. I think it was after a miss Lonzo three, Vooch had a gorgeous tap out on the offensive glass. Like he had three magic players like draped all over him. And he had a gorgeous tap out that led to that ensuing after a couple more milk seconds of clock, Zach stepped back three that pushed the Bulls lead back to a safer margin. Two different sides of the floor, two huge impact plays for Vooch on a night when his shot's not falling. I mean, that tap out, Matt, was so perfect. And it was right to the top of the key. Gorgeous. Right to the top of the key. Right there to Kobe White, who was like, oh, here you go, Zach. And that three Zach hit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Good Lord. Good luck. I I almost ran into the shower because I I felt (laughs) dirty. Because, dude, when he hit, I said, oh, my God. And then when it went in, just like water. It was like, Mm. And you saw the sideline just go insane. You know, right. those guys went crazy over there right. uh, when he hit that. But, yeah, but Vooch, man, like, and this is why I like him so much. Again, like with Lonzo, when the shot isn't falling, that doesn't mean he's not having a good game, you know, because everything isn't predicated on him scoring 25 points a game for, for this team. He's not being asked to do that. You know, they're more asking him to be a big man and do things like that. Now, Vooch is – I've always said his offense is predicated – uh, on his defense, you know what I'm saying? Like you can kind of see it like that. So when he, when that isn't going well, he usually uh, struggles defensively. He seemed to figure that out because I think, and this is just my opinion, I think he was it was predicated on that because it was the burden that was being put on him because he was the number one guy. Mm-hmm. So if I got a score and I got to do this, I got to kind of rest on the defensive end, right? You know what I mean? Because they're they're needing me to do that. Because think about when that slump was kind of happening. That was when guys were going down. You know what I'm saying? Like, when stuff was going out, when it really kicked in, I'm saying, when I really got mad at him because Dwayne Detman came out there like Moses Malone on him. That's not really got upset. You know what I'm saying? Because he, it felt like he was just putting stuff on him. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not used to seeing him like that. You know what I mean? So watching him just rebound and rebound and rebound and rebound and just be a presence inside. He was a real presence, a real big man tonight inside because that shot wasn't falling like you said but he was important i liked him after the game comments matt there was he was talking to adam amin and stacy king 
And the one thing he said was, well, you know, when my shot's not falling, I don't worry about it because I'm a pretty confident guy. <laughs> so I'm going there and I'm still doing my thing. Oh, my God. Like, I was so excited just to hear him say that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yes. He don't care. Like, that's why he's so upset when it don't good because he's like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm booch. I hit these shots, baby. This high roll. But the offense did start kind of clicking for him in that fourth. You know, he started, he had some big buckets in that fourth. That putback that he had oh, uh, in that fourth. Monster. Zach Levine missed it. He hit him with the putback. That was big, you know. So had that little that's the stuff around, you gotta look like at. little flip shot, like halfway down the oh, lane, you know. Yeah, big big buckets in the fourth quarter, man. Big buckets in the fourth quarter, guys, and that's the stuff you got to look at when when you're playing, when you're looking at guys like Vooch and things like that. When do you do it, and how impactful it was, right. you know, for the team? Impactful he was all night long, rebounding and impactful scoring wise in the fourth quarter when it counted. You know, the putback dunk he had and that big tap out in, in that very crucial moment late in the fourth, those were two of 17 boards for Vooch tonight, who continues to just pile up rebounds. Uh, he is top 10 in the NBA in double-doubles tonight. I believe that was his 22nd, something like that. Um, and and look, uh, Joseph A. in the YouTube comments said, the Vooch trade feels like a win for both sides. I, th- I think I think he's right. I think this is one of those examples of a trade where both teams feel good about what they got. The Bulls, A.K. and Eversley said, "We this team has been losing for a while. We don't want to lose. We want to win now. And they went out and they got an all-star veteran in his prime. The Magic are trending yep. younger. And Wendell clearly needed a fresh start, was not happy, yep. you know, obviously dealt with some injuries when he was with the Bulls, but also was not being used properly or, or the way that he wanted to be used. And credit to Wendell. I believe he had 22 and 10 tonight. He seems to be blossoming and finding his role in Orlando. Vooch is doing his thing. Hey, if an off night for Vooch, because he's 5 of 13, he still gives you 13 points as your third scoring option in your starting lineup, and he also pulls down 17 boards for you, you take that. You absolutely take that. (laughs) Every day of the week you take that. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Um, All right. Big Dave, I know you want to talk about Kobe because he had another really strong game tonight, okay. sliding back to that bench with Lonzo's return. But before, I'm not going to yell, though. Before that, before that <laughs> can, we, can we talk for a quick minute about the minutes from one Troy Brown Jr.? Especially oh. his, his run in the, when he first subbed in late in the first quarter. My goodness. I mean... Look, the guy's never going to be a big threat to, you know, pour in double-digit points, and I believe he only had, like, three or four points tonight. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, three points, but eight boards. What do we talk about? Guards and wings needing to chip in on the rebounding? Eight rebounds, four dimes, two steals, and a block. Awesome, man. I talked about – that was probably the first tweet I sent out about this game was I am really impressed with what Troy Brown is doing out here on both ends of the floor. And that, like, and it was that on one ends. block he had, oh, my God. I, his block was so good that Stacey King thought it was Derrick Jones. <laughs> he no. thought it was Derrick Jones. Dude. And then he watched the replay, and on the replay, he called him Derrick Jones again. <laughs> he was like, there's no way. There's no way to anybody else but Derrick Jones do it. Airplane mode clearly is the one that got that one, dog. No, that was Troy Brown Jr. out there doing his thing. Nights like this is when people be like, oh, that's why they traded for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why they got Troy Brown Jr. Oh, this is why he's here. He has those kind of nights. This is why I talk about those players, Matt, who are stepping up 
those role players who step up when when your big guys don't have it going like they usually have it going. Right. He was the one. And I thought that the bench was going to be the one to kind of help the Bulls tonight because you saw how they were struggling, you know, early on. I was like, let me see what it looks like when the bench comes in. I thought it would be Kobe, personally. I mean, it kind of was in the fourth quarter. But I thought it would be Kobe to come in and help immediately. And it was it was Troy Brown Jr. <laughs> Troy Brown Jr. came in and said, rah, you know, my game. I'm out of the ball. The rebounds is what really got you. Because he got six of those rebounds in, like, the first half, if I'm, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Like, he really was playing well. The defense that he was providing, the passing that he was providing out there, all of it was kind of on full display. I love watching him hit threes, not shoot threes, but I love when his stroke, when he's hitting those threes, Matt, because his stroke is beautiful when he's hitting them, man, and it's always all net. And he's getting them from the baseline. It's really pretty to watch. It really is. But, yeah, you saw why the Bulls were making the trade for this kind of guy, a guy who can defend and can score and can provide the little things that your team needs. You know what I'm saying? The assists, the steals. That steal, that that play, Matt, when uh, Ayo Desumu disrupted the inbounds pass oh. and Troy Brown Jr. got the steal, you know, mm. hit it back to Ayo, Ayo to Kobe that with the cut, one. That cut from Kobe down the lane, oh, my God. Yeah. Glorious. Beautiful, right? It was. Uh, it just seemed like Troy Brown Jr. was around all the good things that were happening, especially defensively right. uh, tonight for this team, man. He he was very important to this win. You know, like, I, I liked that trade when the Bulls made it. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, before the deadline last season, because I, I always mm-hmm. thought that Troy Brown Jr. should have been getting more minutes in Washington. I, I I always thought he was a player with some great potential, a young player who maybe mm-hmm. just didn't have the right opportunity in front of him with his current squad. And he had a handful of games, just a handful of games with the Bulls. Then he had that severe ankle sprain, and that was pretty much it yeah. uh, for, for the yeah. back end of his half a season with the Bulls. And then the Bulls do all of these crazy, flashy moves in the offseason. This sign and trade, that sign and trade. You wonder, where is Troy Brown Jr. really going to fit into this rotation? And at the onset of the season, he wasn't really in the rotation. And now, mm-hmm. all of the juggling with players going into protocols, coming out of protocols. You've gotten you know injuries to some key guys. Uh, you know, Caruso's missing time. Darius Jones Jr. missed time for a while with an injury. Uh, you know, obviously losing P-Dub early in the season. Like, at certain points, Troy Brown Jr. has been called upon. And look, he's not going to like win you a game in a way that maybe Kobe White's production over this last few games that have been difficult wins to keep this winning streak going, you don't win those games without Kobe White, if you want to phrase it that way. Maybe Troy Brown Jr. will never be that level of an impact player, but he is a valuable piece that Billy Donovan can call upon in certain moments to have games like tonight where, look, 20 minutes and he does a little bit of everything. And, you know, he was part of the reason that the Bulls were able to climb themselves out of that really ugly start. It's very true, man. Like, and it was just so much fun to watch, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just always fun to watch it go down that way. So we talk about Troy Brown, but um, Kobe, man, Matt. <laughs> All right. So nice. All right. Let's get to he Kobe. So nice. Let's get to Kobe. He looks so nice. He looks so nice. I'm sorry, but I'll just, I'll, I want to finish this with, with, with Troy Brown Jr. Because a lot of people were just really out on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Early on, they were like, why did we trade? Listen, you know, I, you know, definitely know I didn't want to trade. Daniel well, Gafford. I was going to say, you, you know and all of your fact. fellow Daniel Gafford <laughs> Army members, 
Yeah, man. It, it's not a long line, but that's all right. I started the line. Me and John, me and John Sabine kind of started the line. So you know what I mean? Like it's okay. We didn't need a lot, you know what I'm saying? So we'll take all the praise when it all worked out. But I didn't want to trade him, but yeah. I trusted AK. Right. And I understood like AK that it had had to go down because they want I realized what he was trying to do, the team he was trying to create. Mm-hmm. And again, like I tell people, Daniel Gafford had to leave to get better, guys. It had to happen. All right. He wasn't doing this here. Billy Donovan, he wasn't comfortable here. I read the interviews. Trust me, I'm that big of a fan. I read the interviews. He was he's happy where he is. But Troy Brown Jr., when he came in, Matt, remember when he when they got him, he showed flashes. Mm-hmm. You know, when guys yeah. were like, okay, he's kind of solid, he might be something. It didn't click immediately coming into this season, and it was kind of like inconsistent. It started out solid, you know, because he came out kind of hot uh, to start the, in those first four games, but it kind of fluctuated. And immediately, Bulls was like, get him off the team, just be playing. I don't like him, you know, I don't dig this right here. Just going to need guys like this, guys, to end your season. You know what I mean? Like every game isn't going to be great for Troy Brown Jr. That's what's great about Billy Donovan, his coaching staff, understanding situational basketball and where guys need to be and who's going to help your team at what point in time. And in fact, they have the luxury of doing that as well, of picking out guys saying, you know what, you tonight, you're going to be the one tonight. Because remember, Matt, remember that stretch when Troy Brown Jr. wasn't even playing. Right. Like, they they weren't even putting them in. You know what I'm saying? But then they were like, okay, fourth quarter, uh, Troy Brown Jr., go in there. (laughs) And then he would come in and deliver. You know, so knowing exactly your players and where they fit situationally is also a credit to Billy Donovan. Uh, and his coaching staff. But, yeah, great game, man, by Troy Brown Jr., man. Let's see if this continues for him. All right, now, so uh, Kobe White slides back to the bench with Lonzo Ball's return. However, Kobe White played 35 minutes off the bench tonight, Dave. Lonzo Ball, as a starter, played 32. And, look, some of that could be, you know, Donovan easing Lonzo back into action his first game back, even though Lonzo said, you know, I I had a completely asymptomatic case while I was at protocols. But – what I was kind of curious about was once Lonzo's back, how do these minutes divvy up between Kobe and Io DeSumo? Because the Rook's been playing well. He looks confident. Yeah. He looks oh, yeah. completely Absolutely. unafraid of the moment. Billy Donovan has showed his willingness to even play Io, you know, late in close games, fourth quarters of close games. Tonight, Kobe White, 35 minutes, Io, 19 um, and, and Donovan just went nine players deep and, and really eight and a half. Alfonso McKinney playing seven minutes at the tail end of this game. But Kobe White, despite the fact that his role keeps shifting, has put together enough games of just being available and active that he's finding a bit of a groove. And really, he was, I think, you know, he was the most efficient scorer for the Bulls tonight. Zach and DeMar led the way, but Kobe, seven of 11. And he was doing a little bit of everything, you know, knocked down a couple of big threes when the Bulls needed it, had that nasty spin move down the lane. You know, we, we mentioned mm-hmm. the and one where he was cutting on that Bulls second chance opportunity. Uh, and mm-hmm. here's the thing, Big Dave. After the game, Billy Donovan does what when asked about Kobe White? Credits his defense. Credits uh-huh. his uh-huh. defense. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> little bit, little bit. You know what I mean? Little bit, little bit, little bit. Little bit. That was what got me out of my seat tonight from Kobe White. Had nothing to do with the offense. (laughs) It had to do with his defense. He had one play. And I mean, it was a little play, but it was a basketball IQ defensive play. And that's what got me out of my seat. He, The guy, the the guard, I don't remember who they were guarding, but he was making his move. And there was a pick 
and the guy and you could tell that the, the guy who um was being picked his defender i think it was io he switched onto the ball handler but when he switched onto the ball handler he was late mm -hmm. so kobe was supposed to go with the ball handler you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. he was supposed to, i'm sorry he's supposed to go with the guy who set the screen because right. that was what gonna have on the switch kobe didn't do that kobe stayed with the ball handler and he did he made his life difficult <laughs> when he did that he stayed with the ball handler because the ball handler thought he was about to have a wide open lane because he was like oh he tripped i'm going right there because usually guys go with their assignment no but coach told me to do this he said i'm supposed to go with this dude and that's well what, why didn't you do your job no kobe read that and saw that he had tripped and saw that he needed to stay with the ball handler and stay with him and put his body on him he was bodying up mo bamba you know what i'm saying he was, like he was yeah. putting his body on him I mean, Kobe was everywhere defensively for this team, man. He honestly was in a couple jerseys. Mm -hmm. And I've never been able to say that about him. But he was in a couple of jerseys tonight. And he did, he wasn't out of, out of control. It wasn't chaotic. You know what I'm saying? It was just all controlled when you watched him play tonight, especially defensively. I was super impressed. Offensively, Matt, fourth quarter. It's what Kobe White do. Yeah. We, we know that that one turnaround fadeaway jumper he had late in the fourth when you're like, okay, this is Zach <laughs> and DeMar time. And, you know, Zach had a turnover at some point right around that same stretch of minutes. And, you know, DeMar clearly right. was a little off tonight, you know, you, you know, 29, he was a little off and you're like, we, we, we need a bucket. We need a bucket, but I don't feel great about what's going on right now. There's Kobe with just a ridiculously difficult, yeah. like high degree of difficulty shot making in a crucial moment. And Matt, his one turn, because he had one turnover, his one turnover wasn't even his fault. You know, it was Ayo, Ayo kept going to the baseline where he should have stayed right there, you know, on the elbow, which is probably what he was supposed to, because you saw Kobe like, you're supposed to be right there, man, it's all good. And and they took him out, the, they took Ayo out the game right after that, right. Which, which I thought was hilarious too. But yeah, man, like he just knew he's, his IQ is growing. And that's just was so impressive to me. You mentioned him cutting down that lane after that steal happened. You know what I mean? And what's impressive is it's not, again, it's not chaotic. I've seen him do that before, go up and then fall and hit his head on, like, the other side of the chair right. that's in the stands. Like, it was always something just wild. Like, it looked like a car crash mm -hmm. every single time he would go do stuff. It's not really that way anymore. He so much slows things down. He doesn't throw the pass. He's not anxious. Right. You know what I'm saying? The game has really slowed down for him, and you're watching his point guard skills get better. That's credit to Billy Donovan, Mo Cheeks, mm -hmm. and I'm going to credit Lonzo Ball and Caruso with all that stuff too. But you just see his point guard skills getting better. Somebody, again, on Twitter tried to come to me, and I'm not going to use the voice, but somebody tried to come to me and was like, yeah, I know he's doing that, but, you know, let's see what he, it might change when he goes back to the bench. You think that's going to change? That's that's." I was like, he was coming off the bench. Like, that's, that's, that's where he started. Right. Like, you don't forget those things. Guys, you don't forget how to score. Like, worst comes to worst, he's going to score. And Kobe White has shown you all the time that he's a fourth-quarter scorer. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, those are hard to find in the NBA, guys. Right. And so you got you a couple of them. You got three fourth-quarter scorers on your team, man. This is exciting times. But, yes, Kobe White played well both sides. Maybe one of the silver linings of those couple of tough years, uh, you know, 1920-2021, where Kobe was the other option in the fourth quarter. If it's not Zach and we need somebody to take a shot, it was Kobe. As a first- and second-year mm -hmm. player, he was thrust into that role, and he clearly – 
did not shy away from it. So as you said, his role has changed with this completely revamped team that he has now, but he is still absolutely confident in those moments. And, and he, he hit some big ones tonight. Uh, Byron in the YouTube comments will wrap us up saying, I wanted to trade Kobe two weeks ago. I liked IO more. Now I feel differently. <laughs> See, but guys, here's the thing. You can have cake and ice cream. It's okay. You can have both. Ah. It's all right. It's not one or the other. But see, so, uh, you know, a few days ago I said, okay, Kobe's been playing great, doing a great job starting in Lonzo's absence. When Lonzo comes back, what happens with Kobe and Io? Because Io's playing well. Now Lonzo's back. We got one more very talented guard who is still on his way yep. back, and that being Alex yes, Caruso. Sir. When Caruso comes back, how does Donovan handle the splitting of minutes between all of these very useful pieces he has at his disposal. Guess what? That's a good problem to have, Pulse Nation. Wait, wait. We First still have. We still got to get Caruso back into this rotation. Where are the minutes? <laughs> Where are the minutes? Guess what? Good problem to have. Um, yes, absolutely. And uh, you know, here's some more good news. The Nets lost, got okay. spanked by the Grizzlies, and your boy John Morant tonight. And the Pistons ah! and the Pistons beat the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what that means, Big Dave? The Bulls are two games clear atop the Eastern Conference. That's right, first place wow. with a two-game lead. What? Raise your hand if you had that. Let me see you. Not Nobody. Okay, this great. Guy. <laughs> not, <laughs> not this. Not guy. me. <laughs> not this maybe, guy. I think not maybe Fred's guy. the only person on the planet who had that. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's it. Uh, that's it for tonight. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us on YouTube Live. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Bulls on YouTube if you aren't already. And go ahead and hit that like button if you enjoyed our episode tonight. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can also hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Bulls get a few days off for a rematch against the Wizards on Friday. But don't worry, every day between now and then, Big Dave and I are churning out episodes for all of you, Bulls Nation. You know why? Because we love you. Until next time, that's Big Dave. I'm Matt. See you right, be good. Peace out.